0: When your kiddos have speech sound errors, there are many things you can do as a parent to help them grow. However, sometimes you really do need professional intervention. Today, we're going to talk about the K and G sound. Some things you can do by yourself, and that is what I'm going to show you today. But some sounds like the K and G, There are strategies that we use to teach that wouldn't even be safe for you to do unless you were actually shown and helped to do it. Does your kid struggle with K and G sounds? Join along and I will give you some beginning strategies that are safe and effective for you to use at home. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do? And how can I help? If these are similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello. My name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech-language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned. Because in this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. Hey parents, I'm so glad that you are with me today. Today we are going to talk about the K and G sounds, what the placement is, how it is that you can help, how you draw attention to it, and what you can do safely at home. But some things I don't want to try to explain in a podcast without showing you how to do it, because the room for error could be enough that you could cause some harm. In these sounds, that is truly the case. So I'm going to show you and tell you some things that you can do effectively at home and create, hopefully, enough impact and it is enough for your child to make the corrections that they need to make. If you are still unsure and if you need more guidance, you are in good company. Because sometimes for parents, or anybody that's not a speech-language pathologist, teaching speech sounds seems a little bit elusive. It seems like really tricky. But it isn't as tricky as it seems. Once you understand what it is that you're going for, what it is that you're doing, and then it becomes apparent. So I hope that you're listening to all these different strategies in the series and applying them to your child. And hopefully you're getting the results that you need. And if indeed you are finding that oh, you're still somewhat confused or you're stuck or your child isn't making the progress that you expect and you think you're doing it right, that is exactly when to contact me at at helloatthelanguageofplay.com and I would be happy to help you get on the right track so that you can help your child make the progress that you want them to make. We don't want to leave them stuck. We don't want to leave them without the support that they need either. There are many strategies for every sound and your speech therapist has an arsenal of strategies. Today, I will show you one very strategic way that we work on the sounds k and g, or k and g. The links in the show notes have many common strategies for common sounds. Many of the strategies can cross sounds. So listen to all those episodes, and if you still feel stuck, Book that strategy session with me so I can help you choose a strategy and a target that is pertinent for your child. Remember, the younger your child, the more easily they can learn sounds. So intervene early. Don't wait for them to figure it out on their own. Give them what it is that they need to be able to move on. In so doing, you will build your confidence, not only in helping them learn how to say speech sounds, but even in your parenting, because when we have to teach speech sounds to our kids, it causes us to have to ramp up our parenting skills, because we have to look at how it is that they're learning. Their confidence is low, and the skill set we're trying to impart to them is hard for them. If it were easy, they'd be doing it. We all have different areas that we find hard or easy. And so if your child is struggling to learn to speak, this is hard for them. So your parenting skills to be able to reach in and build confidence in your child and confidence in your own parenting to be able to teach hard things grows. And this builds your connection. It builds your trust. And, of course, the outcome is your child builds skills in their speech. And so it's good all the way around but it can be confusing. And I can take away that confusion because it's not confusing to any speech therapist you talk to. All right. K and G, they go together. Here's why. The k sound and the g sound are exactly the same except for one feature. And that feature is something we call voicing. It means we turn on our voice for a g sound and we have our voice off for a sound. So K is unvoiced. G is voiced. That is the only difference between those two sounds. So if you have one or the other or both wrong, we can teach them together side by side and gain them both at the same time. Now, when we think about those sounds, they are back sounds. So the back sounds are the sounds that are produced back in your throat. In the back, back of your mouth. There's K, there's G, and there's even NG, like singing. You've got the NG in the back, and they go together too. But we're not going to address NG today because that also has a nasal quality to it. So today we're only going to focus on the K and the G. These positions are in contrast of the sounds that I talked about before with the S, F, T, H, and L all being in the front of the mouth when those sounds are produced. Of course, there are more, but that's what I happen to talk about because we can only do so much per episode. Now, when you're dealing with back sounds, we talk with our kiddos about our neck and about our throat. We take our hand and we put our hand on our throat as we're teaching them the location where the sound is produced. First, we're going to help our child notice how their throat feels when they swallow or when they cough. You're going to have them take their little hand and put it on one hand on their throat and one hand on your throat and you are going to do the same activities together so that they can see it, they can feel it, and you're also going to look into a mirror together and watch them see themselves and feel their own throat as they swallow as they cough. And we'll talk about the muscles in the neck. They can watch the muscles move. So really, your first part isn't just look, like we've been talking about look and listen and copy. With the back sounds of K and G, we want to also add feeling. Interestingly, feeling the sound also links right into listening because your ear, nose, and throat are so close together that when we tell our kids to feel it, you can also use the word listening right next to the word feeling in your sentences. Feel this. Listen. I feel it in the back. Where do you feel it? And they say the back. And you say, yeah, listen to it in the back. So the feeling really does pair up with the listening. And it's good for you to just build their vocabulary, so use both words. The look part, or the visual part, is the neck. Is your neck. Is their neck in a mirror? They're going to look at the outside of their throat, or the neck, to see the action, the muscle of swallowing, and what happens on their throat when they're coughing. And we'll pair that as we say the sounds after they recognize the movement of the swallow and the cough. After that, then the second thing you're going to do is you're going to actually say that g and k sound for them, but you're going to open your mouth as wide as you can, and you're going to say to your child, can you see it in your in my mouth? And you're going to have them look in your mouth. This does mean the child is going to be close to your face. You might even give your child a flashlight so they can look in your throat. You might sit in front of a mirror and f- shine the flashlight into your mouth and have them look in In your throat now of course at that point the child's gonna want to play with the flashlight and they're going to aim it in your mouth Uh, but pro tip here shut your eyes your child will shine it in your eyes but don't get mad it's coordination and it's learning and it's not easy so just be ready for it and know that it is part of the learning process and so shut your eyes another pro tip how wide can you hold your mouth and when you hold your mouth as wide as you can Notice the discomfort of holding your mouth open that wide. And the reason I want you to notice this discomfort is so that you have compassion for the difficulty that this is for your child. Now, go easy. Be gentle. When something is in our throat, it can be scary. And so we don't want to scare our children. We don't want to tease or scold your child in any way as they are doing this particular sound they will be tender they will be sensitive because your airway is where you're saying that sound so we don't want to make it shameful or with or worth teasing if funny sounds come out and funny sounds may come out So notice how difficult it is on you when you hold your mouth open really wide for a long period of time and use that to generate compassion for your kiddo in how difficult this particular sound can be for some kids. Now your third step. Of course, we really want this sound to be attached to words. We don't want them to just say the sound, but we want them to speak it. So the first step is really to find where the placement is and can they say the sound by looking and feeling. We talk about the place. The second step is to have them look into your mouth and try to say the sound or even just watch the sound at first using the flashlights and having it be fun. And this first part can sometimes take days of practice. So... Be gentle, go easy. And, you know, remember that attention varies on many factors and it is a skill to be learned. So keep your sessions short and gently call their attention back to task when they get off and know that if their attention is off task a lot, it's particularly hard. So now once you've spent time on that and it is loving, it is fun, it is happy, you guys are enjoying the process, the game of copycat in the mirror. Now for step three, We can put it into some words. So here's how. Figure out if there is any word that they say a K or G correctly in. That would be one way to start. So for example, if your child can say the word doggy, but is not able to say dog or the word go, start with da-gi. And then say the gi part separately until they can say da-gi. Put a gap between da and gi and then eventually it's gi 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 and then we change the vowel that follows the g sound so you would do that with either k or g now let's say that they don't already have a word anywhere that they are saying one of those sounds correctly then you're focused on being able to just say that sound all by itself we call it isolation that word or that sound is all by itself And so we make that part fun. And we copy k, k, g, g. And then when they're able to do that sound with you, which is after step one and two. Remember, we do step one and two over and over. Step three is actually where they're starting to get the sound. They're able to say it somewhere. Then you attach a vowel to it. Now... It's easier if you start with, well, let's go back to our example with the G sound. And we use words like go, goo, ga, gay, guy. You see that there's just a vowel after the one sound. And maybe your child can do the vowel first. So, og, oog, ag, egg, aig So I just run through some vowels next to the sound that you're actually going to practice. Don't practice both K and G at the same time. Just practice one. But I teach them at the same time because in learning one of them, you are actually teaching both of them. And when you spend a lot of time on one, whichever is closest to being acquired, go with that one and really work it. Then the next one is going to be so quick to learn. Now, I hope that made sense. To me, it made sense. I hope it made sense to you. And if it doesn't, feel free to contact me. And um, I hope that you have fun combining vowels with that sound to be able to begin the words. And like I said, with this sound, with the K and G sound, you are in the child's airway. I want you to be super gentle, super encouraging, make it fun, laugh a lot, let them laugh at you as you do funny things because it'll help them to be confident when the sound that comes out of their mouth is not what they expected. So you do some things to take the the weirdness away and to make normal making the funny sounds. So this is how you get on the tracks with the K and G sound. It is the beginning steps of teaching that sound. And if you need a little bit more help or you're farther down the road and you don't quite know what's next, contact me at at helloatthelanguageofplay.com and we can book a strategy session for you. Hey parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children? I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors and see what we have to talk about